Hi, and welcome back to I Was Thinking. I'm Nafis. And I am Simone. And yeah, so we're back after how many weeks? Three weeks? We'll get better at that. Um, Longer than that, because it took me a while to edit the last episode. Because we technically recorded a month ago, but I just put it out. Um, checking phone because my memory is gone mm-hmm. on the 24th of July. That's when I posted it. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, but we're recording after a really good long time. Yes. And hopefully we can go back to being consistent because as you guys know, we're inconsistent. We should just start calling this podcast an inconsistent, consistent podcast. That's a mouthful to say. I don't know. Or is that uh, a tagline? Like I was thinking the inconsistent podcast where we just share our thoughts and rambles. Inconsistently. Oh. Inconsistently. <laughs> that, that could be our vibe. You know, like our, uh, it would work, though. We're just so unserious also. <laughs> the um, unserious, serious podcast because... Usually in ramble episodes, I get a little serious. I'm going to try not to. I try, I don't like being like a Debbie Downer, but like at the same time, there's just so much like serious stuff that I try to talk about to get better to talk about it. But I mean, that's where your passion comes out. So you should talk about it. Eh, I guess. And then sometimes I'm still like, am I getting my point across clearly? Because I stumble a lot and that's mostly just in my head. Like I'm thinking so many things at once. I don't know how to get it out in just one coherent sentence, you know, mm-hmm. without getting off topic. But yeah. Anyway, um, how has it been, Nafis? Because in that month I haven't talked to you, but apparently you've been going through a, a lot. lot has happened. Yeah. I don't know if you told them about your trip or not i don't think i I don't did i mention i probably mentioned it if i didn't well i went overseas to dubai to visit family yeah and to originally explore the area but that obviously didn't happen (laughs) um but i did visit family so that was cool and these were people i have not seen for like 15 years oh that's a long time yeah so it was good in that sense but essentially, um, I don't even know where to start with this story. Well, <laughs> apparently, if y'all listened to our last episode, we talked about a movie called Unlock, where mm-hmm. it's basically like technology and a girl getting stalked through her device. And apparently Nafis had lived out the movie. Minus the murders and minus the stalking part. Thank thankfully. But- thankfully. <laughs> oh my gosh, I would have lost my mind if like anything remotely close that had happened but no essentially the main premise of that movie like i had lived it and i'm like what are the chances of that happening that like we just recorded an episode talking about like that very thing oh my gosh like when i tell you it was like walking into like a lion's den it was literally like we didn't even know what we were in for when we got Mm. there um but essentially we went to visit like our family there and so it was fine. So it w- wait, so it wasn't just you? Because I thought it was just you. It was you and your other family members that went? Basically, anyone that has ever been to their household <laughs> has been affected. Okay. It's so weird. But I'll get into like a little bit of that because I don't want to get into too much details. Yeah, I understand. Um, That's your privacy. So yeah, but like, so my parents, okay, my parents had, were visiting like my grandma. So they had actually left earlier. And then they were actually on their way back to America. So they stopped to buy my uncle's place in Dubai. And then we were supposed to meet them there, which we did. And so that's ex- how like that whole trip ended up happening. Um, but when they were there, 
apparently they've been having like cybersecurity issues, but it wasn't like like super big things that it was like super, super obvious. It was just like little things here and there that they thought were like, oh, whatever, we can get that fixed. And I was doing my research too after like all of this happened and every like everything. Apparently mm-hmm. one of the subtle ways to know whether like your apps or things are like have been hacked like WhatsApp or something is when you see like duplicate contacts in your phone list, in your contacts list. And I was going through her phone, like my mom's phone, and I didn't think anything of it. I'm like, oh, she probably just because like a lot of the people from back home, they changed their numbers a lot. So I thought they were just saving. She was just saving it as like it was going. So I didn't think anything of it. But then like that was the first thing that like was really weird. And then the other thing that was weird, like, you know how on your iPhone and you go into setting, it says your name. Mm-hmm. Right. If you have an iCloud. Yeah. If you like have if iCloud. your iCloud's hooked up to it. Um, so like for her first name, it just had a period. And I thought that was so weird. I'm like, why would, because I'm the one who set up her phone. So I know what it would, it should look like, but it was a period. And then her last name. And I'm like, that's really odd. That's like so odd. But again, I ignored it. And this is my issue. Like I'll notice things like, but then I'll just ignore it. Until I'll do that too. I'll be like, huh, this looks strange. But I think I get distracted. And then I forget about it. I yeah. do that too. So that was that. That was that. And then like the next day we were like out and about or something. And my sister notices like her phone, like on the top, it says like no SIM available. But at this point she she was telling me like, oh, this is weird. Like my phone's telling me like there's no SIM available. But we didn't think someone like would physically go into her phone and take her SIM card out. Right. So I'm like, oh, just like restart your phone. Maybe it's like a glitch or something. Restarted her phone. Nothing like that. And they were like, okay, fine. Or it could just be like, you know, a phone company thing because we were international. Maybe, I don't know. We thought it was just some sort of disconnection. But now that I think about it, we provided ourselves way too many excuses for what it was. Because when you say you restarted it, you just turned it off and turned it back on. That's what you did. You didn't go in like your settings and like reset it. Okay. No, no, no. Yeah. Because if we had reset it, we would have had to reset everything yeah because i know they added a new feature to where i don't think it deletes everything off your phone but i haven't played around with it because i will be that idiot to accidentally reset everything and i'm not risking that Mm. there's too much stuff on my phone too yeah so that happened um i think when things really got weird was when we exchanged like instagram accounts with like our cousins there and after that, like me and my, my sister didn't, but I did. I started getting really weird messages. And then I showed her this and she's like, oh yeah, that's been happening to us for the past freaking year. And I'm like, what do you mean? This has been year. This is when I lost my mind. I was like, what do you mean? This has been happening to you for the a last year. freaking year. I thought you were going to say a month or two. No. She's no. like, yeah, just ignore it. This, this has been, ha-. I'm like, what do you, you can't just tell me to ignore stuff like that. And these were like, really like, threatening like messages too and so i'm just like what do you mean ignore this is a problem and so like she like explained the whole story and then and then afterwards um later we found out that said person created a fake instagram with my face like a fake instagram account like based out like you know yeah. how i had my profile picture Mm-hmm. which I no longer have a profile picture anymore. And for the rest of my life, I will never put a profile picture. You, see, I thought you had like abstract pictures. I didn't think you had one of your face on your no. Instagram. Did one, you? Yeah. The one before, like the the one I have now. I don't remember. Was but... the one of my face. 
So, which is funny because that was the one and only time I put my face up there like that. <laughs> right. And so they screenshotted that, created a fake WhatsApp account under my name, a fake Instagram account under my name, and started messaging her friends um, weird things. And so, yeah, it just got really, really weird to that point. And I'm like, okay, you guys need to report this. And so they reported that. But it was just like so many things were happening at the same time. And it was like, I don't even know how to process that. So that's when I really freaked out and I shut my Instagram account. And I, well, I shut my Instagram account, but I left my WhatsApp open. But when when I figured out that my mom's WhatsApp account was hacked, I shut hers down. And as a retaliation, because I shut hers down, whoever was like hacking the whole thing remotely shut down my WhatsApp account. That's crazy. So at this point, I was just like, oh my freakingness, like what on earth is this? Because- before you even left, I remember we were talking through Instagram and yeah. like, if you need me for anything, just message me on here. And I was like, okay. And you know, I don't know what happened because, you know, I get in my routine of like going to work and stuff. And I happened to check the messages and it said Instagram user, which I guess that means someone has deactivated it. So I could still see our messages, but I was like, did Nafis delete her page? And I was like, this doesn't seem right like i thought it was a glitch but then i would keep checking the messages i'm like no this was her account yeah because i was trying to find you and i'm like something's going on because she wouldn't tell me to communicate with her through here and And then just just like i know she's not on social media like that and you don't post but to get rid of the whole thing i was like weird because you don't have a facebook do you i do but i deactivated that so quick okay because i was also <laughs> trying to look through you for facebook because i was like i thought we were friends on facebook are we friends on facebook i actually don't know anymore but i barely go on there anyway i don't think we are oh okay okay well i was trying to find you and you weren't coming up so, so yeah. i was like this is strange yeah so that was huh that was one part okay and then you know how in the movie like when she gets to her dad's house and then she just hears like like a like her audio like played really like out loud mm-hmm. same shit happened when we, we were there so my uncle so whoever this person was used my sister's phone number called my aunt first called my uncle first didn't pick up called my aunt she picked up cursed him out hung up <laughs> called my uncle back and then he put our whole house on um on speaker so like my cousin's room so my cousins and my sister were like in her room talking and we could hear everything from the living room, like on a, on a speaker. It was wow, so weird. and we. It was so crazy. We all lost our minds just trying to figure out where it was coming from. And apparently, it was the um the TV. So because they have a smart TV, so he got into their smart TV and was able to connect to the Wi-Fi like that. Which is when we discovered that it was actually their Wi-Fi that had been like taken over. So he was able to control all the devices and everything that were connected. So that's absolutely terrifying. It makes me want to live off the grid. Right. At that point, I was just like, nobody was sleeping, Simone. When I tell you nobody was sleeping, we were all up like 24-7. And you guys never found out who did this or the purpose? Mm-mm. Because like we were all thinking it could be some someone like my uncle probably pissed off because yeah or like an old not family member but like I guess friend of the family someone someone they knew. actually thought it was probably a family member from back home but they realized it wasn't because they did like a whole police investigation thing like that it didn't turn out to be anybody from back home so they found out it was like a third party person and I'm like that's a lot of time invested 
to just annoy people like that. Right. Because I'm trying to figure out what's the motive. No one and no one got like any money taken from them. Or anything. Oh, they did. Like, oh, they did take they money did, from you did. guys from their phone bills and things like that. And I'm just I'm just so, so grateful to God. Like our money wasn't taken or anything like that. It was just like it was just like social media accounts wow. like WhatsApp and things like that. Which which was like still kind of terrifying, though, because like I have a lot of professional contacts on there, like on my Instagram, I have like my students there and like um, my colleagues and everyone. So imagine them getting weird messages from me thinking that it's actually me because they're kids. They're not going to know better to I some know. degree. So it's just like so I'm like, that's why, like, we shut that off real, real quick. So I'm just grateful everything kind of settled down what once we came back here it was more of like in dubai issue but um i have never been so grateful to like touch american soil i have never been so yeah, grateful sorry that happened to you guys like yeah i don't wish that on anybody and it was like so traumatic too because like when we came back um i didn't get a sim card i didn't open up my instagram or anything for like a whole week just so like, I didn't want to deal with it here. Cause if it happened here, I would like, I don't know. I don't know what I would have done. Yeah. But like now every time I get a text message or an email or something is like off, I'm just like, wait, is my phone hacked? Wait, is this, this, is this, that? Well, at least you're more aware but, of it now just to try yeah, to catch it. But still. Everything is two factor authentication now, like everything. Cause like, remember when we used to like, I used to like log into like our Google drive. I'm like, why does she have two factor authentication on? But you know, That's I appreciate exactly it now. I appreciate it now. I can't turn it off anyway, but I mean, I'm thankful I can't. But yeah, no, everything comes to me like. No, but like, yeah. And it's so funny. My my main issue is like, you knew this was happening and we had no sort of like forewarning. We had no sort of like, for, like forewarning, like this was going to happen. And I'm like, you guys could have told for us. a whole year. Yeah. We knew for a year and no one questioned it. That's where I'm a little baffled right now. Yeah. No, they questioned it. They did like a whole investigation thing because what we went through, they went through that like a year ago, but it happened, I guess, again, when we came. Okay. Um, so it was just like, everyone was just confused. Like why it was happening? This is a house. Is this a house they own? Yeah, they own their house. Can they get a new Wi-Fi router? Have they already replaced it? We told them get a new freaking Wi-Fi router. So it's still the same one. Yeah. If they don't get rid of that and replace it, like, <laughs> I don't know what they did. They were, they were actually in the process of moving like to a completely different country. Okay. And then all of this had happened. So was, that's why they weren't getting a new router, because what's the point? Because they were just going to end up moving anyway. And getting another one, right? Like not taking that one with them. Yeah, yeah not taking that one. Okay. With them, yeah. They were leaving everything behind aside from themselves. Dang. Yeah. I don't know what to say about all that. <laughs> to be honest, like that's. You never want to wish that on yourself or just people you knew. And like, I was also terrified. Like I was telling you before we started recording, I'm like, I don't have any other way to like message you. If something did happen, I don't have a way to message any of your family members. I mean, I'm friends with you, but like, just in case. Yeah. Cause I thought you were there by yourself. So I was like, oh my God, am I going to be one of those friends? Like, is this a taken type of thing? <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. Cause you know, it's a scary world out there for women. Yeah. Anywhere. So I am just glad you're home safe and sound as well as I your rest of your family. I'm glad I too. hope it never happens to them again over there. 
Because I don't know how their law works when it comes to like cyber hacks. Yeah. In Dubai. Apparently not much because. Of course. But that's like here too. So at this point, what what was I thinking? It's like, sorry, can't do anything about it. Sorry that happened to you. Yeah. Yeah. Change your phone service, change your Wi-Fi. But no, I was doing more research when I came back. Um, and so like that was the one of the, the most more subtle ways to tell whether or not like your phone or your account or whatever has been hacked is when you start seeing like duplicate. Um, what's it called? Contacts. Mm-hmm. Another is to check your your messages and to see if like your messages are still the same, if something was deleted or not. That's something to keep track of. And then for email, apparently. Um, to check your sent box and your deleted box, because if it's like emails that you know you didn't send, then obviously someone has access to your email. So that's good advice, not just for me, but for our, our one listener as well. Yeah, it's real out there, guys. So make sure you use um, whatever <laughs> authentication app or anything to make sure like your accounts and everything are secured. I highly would not suggest using your phone anymore, like your phone number to like mm-hmm. authenticate things because that can obviously easily be routed and hacked and things like that. So, well, how else would you be able to use a two-faced authentication then? You could use most of it is through your phone number. Um no, you could use uh what is the one? Duo. There's one called Duo Mobile. And then you could use Google Authenticator, Microsoft Authenticator. So you could use those apps. Okay. I don't trust I I don't know if I should say that on the podcast. I'm like, I don't know if I trust one of those big companies that you named so much. Like, I don't know if I'd rather just take a risk of my phone number. Which one? It starts with the G, so we gonna I... move on. <laughs> There's just been a lot of <clears throat> allegedly, okay? I'm saying allegedly, sometimes reports well, of- I'm not, I'm not using, <clears throat> I'm not using Google Authenticator. I'm using the other ones. Okay. Yeah. So just, you know, the, the selling of personal information, things like that. So I've actually heard about that. Um, yeah. For, even though I still use, I still use it, but it's just at one point it's like, we're so exposed. Is there such a thing as like personal information anymore? Privacy, because they're already trying to take the little bit. I didn't even tell you the weirdest part. I mean, I did before I, we started, but Throughout all of this, so remember how I told you my parents were already there, right? Yes. They've been there for a little bit. So that means whoever was doing all this had already gotten access to my parents' um, WhatsApp and whatever, like, here's the thing. They were only accessing internet-based applications. So their phone themselves were fine, like their text messages and things like that. So that was fine. And... But like the internet based stuff, like WhatsApp and things like that, that was affected. So I don't know how they did this, but like they called my phone company. They posed as me and they changed me, who was the primary account holder for the past 10 years, somebody else to my dad who has nothing to do with anything. He's like, he just has a line on the account. They changed him to the primary account holder. And I thought about him like, why would they change it to him? And then I realized he's been there longer, which means they have easily accessed his phone. So if they need to reach anybody or do anything, they'll do it through his phone. I'm just trying to figure out how they were able to impose as you because I thought they were supposed to ask you certain questions to verify it's you. Exactly. So that's when I said they really went into detail with this, which means and I actually researched this the other day. And um, apparently the only way they can do that is if my information was sold on the dark web. 
which means they got my information from the freaking dark web. Girl, I am so sorry. Yeah. The more you tell me about this, yeah. the more do you need to actually go into hiding? I don't know, but like, it's just... I mean, at this point, I think all of our information is on the dark web. Okay, so I don't know if I told you this, but during my sophomore year in like college, so we got an email, not an email, a letter from the school saying that like, hey, you're, you are one of the many accounts that have been compromised. And so your information could possibly be like sold. But here's like six months of identity theft protection. That was the first time. And then the second time happened like a few years later with like some sort of credit card company. Wait, but that first email itself wasn't a scam. That was actually the school itself telling yeah, th you. They didn't send okay. an email. They sent a letter through the mail. Mm, paper trail. And I was like, oh my God, what? Um, but nothing happened, thankfully. But it sucks, though. Like, when something like that happens, you're going to give me, like, a year free of identity theft protection. Like... In only a year? Right. They got my information through you, which you didn't do a good job of protecting. Like, hello. <laughs> which means my information has been out there for quite some time. That's probably so, when it started, too. Yeah. Dang. And what's the second time? Your, your credit card? Mm-hmm. And I just, like, I just kept getting, like... I feel like that information just has been resold many times, but I'm not sure how that whole process works, but essentially that's, that's what it is. So when you said if there's anything such, any such thing as privacy, I really don't think so. I don't, I honestly really don't think so at this point. I don't know if there ever was, but. Yeah. But the thing is, whoever was doing this over there just knew the right places to look. You know what I mean? So it's just like... Like you, we were questioning in the movie, I just want to know what their motive is, because some of the stuff you're telling me seems almost low-key like personal i mean yes they still took money from you but oh the family there was definitely targeted for sure but like we were just like um what do you call it when the people around you are affected you just happen collateral to be like, damage collateral yeah, damage you just happen to be in the mix yeah wrong place wrong time mm -hmm. but thankfully when we came back nothing really happened but they're still continuing to get like weird messages and things like that and i'm just like you guys and the unfortunate thing is though like the Police there told them that you most likely will never find out who's doing it, but they were able to confirm that it's not it's not a family member. It's a third party. It's so weird. I like, know. I, I don't get it. Probably never will. But when I tell you, I I was freaking Sherlock Holmes and Watson and whoever the famous detectives were all in one for like a whole and month. Nancy Drew. Nancy Drew. Just trying to figure out what on earth. Just try to piece it all together. Yeah. And it was it was so crazy. But what really shook honestly it shook everyone like in our boots was the phone call. Like how did that happen? And it sounded like you? It sounded like my cousin. Like we were listening okay. to her conversation. Like she was talking to like her sister and my sister and we were just listening to their conversation for like a good second before we realized, "Oh my god, that's them in the other room." So basically that entire house was bugged. Yeah. Wow. And I'm just like, "Wow." Wow, 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 wow. You know, you definitely went through a rough month. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm just more mad that I didn't get to explore the place that like the way I wanted to. And it's just like, because you pay money to go and like have a good time and then you just don't. Yeah, I'm sure your plane tickets weren't expensive or anything. Well, weren't cheap, cheap is no, what I meant to cheap. say. Yeah. But I'm just glad we all came back safe and sound without any like physical harm mentally we we're all traumatized but like physically we're fine yeah you weren't Thank able God. to do anything like y'all were just holed up in the house the whole time dealing with we that? tried to every time we tried to go out something stupid or something new would happen and so mm -hmm. it was just like i mean the first week week and a half it was fine like we did stuff but like i'm talking about the rest of it yeah that's because you're unaware yeah 
no, the rest of it, it was just like, we were all just so traumatized. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, now I know what to look out for as far as like different things. But I'm also that much more paranoid, too. Like if I get a like a text or something like I, I normally don't click on links because like that's just common sense. Even if it's not common sense, guys, please do not click on links from people that you don't know. Even from people that you do know, you need to verify if this is them actually sending it to you. Yeah. Right. And one way to like make sure you're not clicking on like a bad link is to have them explain to you what that link is for. If they just send you a link without any context, it's most likely not them, you know, but like just watching out for different things like that. So, yeah. And then the audacity of the phone service person when I went to the store, he was like, oh, I wouldn't worry about that. Yeah, that I, would make me mad too. That I just me looked at you. him. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, they're just trying to scare you. Well, I'm scared. So Okay. No one takes anyone's like concern seriously anymore. Yeah. Sorry. I would have honestly, I probably would have turned into a Karen. Like, I don't care if I shouldn't take this into consideration or not. Per your advice, I'm ignoring your advice. Like, give me a new SIM card, give me a new phone number, something. And then I'll be out of your hair. Yeah. I mean, I got free I got free SIM cards out of it, but but I didn't even have to. He was like, yeah, I can give you like three new SIM cards for like the three lines affected. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, fine, I'm going to ignore your advice, but I will take this. <laughs> so did my thing, activated a new SIM card. And so that's that. Apparently, I don't know if you know this, but the newer iPhones do not have a physical SIM card anymore. It's all eSIM now. That. Mm-hmm. It's all it's, eSIM. Um, when I changed over my phones... Yeah, because I don't think I put my old SIM card in here. Everything was definitely electronic. Well, no, I still did it electronically. I think mine has the SIM card. Because you see the little, no, the viewers can't see, but you see that little space right there? That's yeah. where the SIM card goes in. Okay, I so have a 12. Is yours, oh, you have the 12. Okay. What yeah. do you have? I have the XR. It's older than mine. No, I'm saying the newer ones, they're just eSIM now. They don't have a physical. Um, sim tray anymore i mean that makes sense because now it's you know it's the whole like face id thing as well too But do you realize how big of an issue that is like someone can remotely access your phone even though it might be extremely extremely difficult it's still possible off topic that's what we were talking about last time too with the whole like ai thing and then um the deep fakes and i was telling you before we started recording because you're going through all that so of course you have no idea about any type of pop culture which i don't blame you yeah Um, you're kind of worried about your own thing but i'm sure most people know and if you didn't i'm telling you um I had mentioned it in a little PCA of our like last episode. I actually went off Nafis because I did some research about Squid Game when we questioned like, why are they making a second season? Um, And I found out because one of the reasons why like the writers and now actors are on strike is because of like the way Netflix does pay because they paid the writer of Squid Game like a you know, a sum to create it and produce it, but like any money they had made when mm-hmm. it was released, it became super, super popular. He didn't get none of that. Who didn't get none of it? The creator of Squid Game. <gasps> really? Exactly. Yes. If you want to know more, I, I I went on a whole ass rant in our last episode. So yeah. And I linked an article talking more about it. Um, but that is another reason why they're going on strike besides the pay is apparently studios have been trying to use AI to like take actors likeliness in order 
to not have to pay them. And it was just announced, I think WandaVision, all like the people you don't think about, like the background extras, they had actually scanned their bodies without their permission. That's a lawsuit waiting to happen. Well, they're big ass corporations that can get away with that. So they're trying to, actors are trying to make sure that does not happen. If anyone has watched Black Mirror, do you watch Black Mirror in the Feast? No, but I heard interesting things about that show. Watch the newest season, specifically the just the first episode, Joan is Awful. And that episode is literally talking about what the actors are on strike for. Hmm. Like, it's not even a parody at this point. I'm surprised Netflix, like, released it because it's, it's talking about them. Like, it's talking about the streaming service. It's called, like, Strawberry it. something. No, they know. But um, Black Mirror is, like, one of their first and, like, really big, like, originals. So, mm. and that was before the strike happened. But if anyone even just wants to know what I'm talking about, Joan is Awful will give you a visionary of, like, the worry. But real quick, though, before we switch gears... Just like a PSA announcement, just make sure you're keeping track of all of your accounts, phone accounts, things like anything. Um, I know this happened like a few years ago, but like Netflix, too, also went through a data breach where a lot of people were being sent emails saying that like, oh, their account is locked because they didn't pay. And like the email would look exactly like the Netflix email. So every time you receive a weird email or a weird text, make sure you're physically calling the company, not with the phone number they provide, but the one that you like you Google or the one that you have saved. Because it's very much because I don't know if you heard of um, what's it called. So basically what hackers can do is like, let's say you call Google, right? Let's say you call Google like their corporate phone number. They can like basically hop on that same call and reroute it to one of their services. So you think that you're probably talking to Google, but you're not. Your call just got rerouted to somewhere else. That's terrifying. So that's why just be careful with the phone numbers and the emails and the texts. Just be extra diligent and, you know, aware of things. But it's like, what? honestly, it's sad for me to say this, but like what company hasn't been hacked at this point or hasn't been hacked? It just hasn't been announced. Yeah. And the whole SIM card thing apparently has been like on the rise, actually. That's been a new, like a new trend for scammers to like try to access people's SIM cards and like harass them that way. And I'm like, y'all have way too much time on your hands. Use that for good. Use that knowledge for good. (laughs) The world is ending. Do y'all know how much y'all can just use it like a Robin Hood? Be a Robin Hood. Stop being selfish. Like that, that one, um ethical hacking company what are they called something anonymous i don't know if that's even real or not i don't know i remember that being a big thing at the beginning of the pandemic i know what you're talking about yeah just just do good with your knowledge man like there's enough people who are traumatized from physical things that are already happening there in their life we don't need to digitally harass people please don't so much has just been happening in the world like I was telling you and like I made a TikTok the other day, too, because I haven't posted in a while. Um, I've just been so checked out because it's just like it is not even affecting me personally. But I I feel like for us as a society in the world to like see any type of change, we need to start being more like community based yeah. and stop doing that like individual out individualism. Like, oh, well, if it's not affecting me, I don't need to worry about it. It's like. But you should, though, because it could sooner be or later, next. it's it could be you next <laughs> yeah. or these things that are changing could affect you in the long run. So what's like if it affects one person, it's going to affect everyone. That's why I like 
when we talk about like the continuation of like racism and all this new information that they're trying to get rid of with our books and like classes. I don't know if you heard about them trying to get rid of AP um, psychology because we live in the foot of America called Florida. Um, I have heard. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, erasing history. Him also trying to say slavery was beneficial to us. <sighs> so much things I want to say and I'm not having the FBI on my ass. But anyway, it's like, when are we just going to come into a community to actually make change? We can't keep making change for yourself and your personal life. Like, yes, that helps you. How is that helping everyone else? And that's why I shut down because it's like I think about these things, even though like nothing too serious is going on in my life. And then like, I feel helpless, which yeah. causes me to shut down because it's not like I have money or I'm like the 1% wealth to where I can donate and actually do things to help like build things to make it cause. I'm also working to make sure I survive myself. So it's just like, it's overwhelming. That's why sometimes I'd be like, damn, is being ignorant really bliss? Because I'm too self-aware and my self-awareness, especially knowing I can't do much makes me like shut down. Yeah. No, that's understandable. It's like, where do you even start? You're just like one person amongst many. Exactly. And it's like, we're getting to a point, especially after pandemic, where no one really seems to care about anyone else anymore. So it's like, it's harder to build community, communities, communities. Yeah. I can't talk to seem like they want to actually change the world and not say they want to change the world. But then when they actually start getting things like money, they're going to backtrack and just start continuing the problem. Yeah. It's worse though. Even like it's worse when it's financially motivated, just like everything on this freaking planet. So as long as if there's that financial backing, it's going to take someone with really strong morals and ethics and principles to write, to like, initiate that change and that's why like for the entertainment like i know people are even getting more antsy because they don't have entertainment anymore i mean they still do with older content but like to really escape Mm -hmm. and even that's being shattered for a lot of people that use that as an escapism for their own lives yeah but it's like these are also people's lives who put in the work so you can escape that are being treated unfairly just like you or probably worse that we don't even know. Cause like I said, like the past three episodes, I feel like my theme for this year is pay these people their fucking money. Mm-hmm. Um, they're also just trying to survive. Yeah. They're also trying to survive. I did not realize for the actors association, which is called SAG after most actors do not even make enough money to get health insurance through the union. And you have to make 27,000. And most actors don't even make that to get health insurance. Wait, what? They don't make 27000 No, not a lot of them. Not, And that's the thing, too, like with this actor strike, everyone keeps thinking of A-list actors. You need to think about the actors that are supporting cast, the ones that are in the background. Those are the people who make up the majority ensemble of movies that are getting right, like, but screwed over. To be part, okay. To be part of a union, do you have to be um, full time or like, like what I guess what I'm saying, what I'm asking is to be part of a union like that. Don't you have to have like a presence or you can just join if you have like the title? I don't know if like the union's websites, official websites that they have, like have the requirements to join um, because it. I know they have rules and requirements in order to join. Right. And you can't think of it like a regular corporate job of like full time and part time, because with acting, 
Um, you know, you can get a project and then there's contracts with like the studios and the companies of like how I'm trying to figure out how to word this because another thing that's been coming out is like, especially with Netflix, some actors have been saying like, you know, they would sign a contract to be on this project or this TV series, but in the contract, it's saying like they cannot do any type of other work to where they're only allowed to do this one project. But if that project hasn't started yet, basically these people are on standby for like months and months not working because their contract says they're not allowed to do any other type of jobs. So that's where it comes in with the money. Like any other like um, entertainment job or any type of job, period? I believe entertainment job, but I don't know mm. if any of them say any job, period. Mm. So that I don't know. And I don't want to put out any false information. My understanding is entertainment job, but there could be some clauses that says any job, period. And especially if you're by yourself, like you cannot. We just live in a society where you can you can't afford not to work, can't afford not to pay rent to live or feed yourself. Yeah. That's so unfortunate. I forgot where I was going with this. Do you remember? Because I feel like I was talking about something and I might have got off topic. I mean, we were talking trying about to get back how on AI, it. they were trying to use technology to pay the actors less. And then we just got into this boycott. Well, to not pay them at all, basically. So yeah. where they don't have to have actors. Yeah, they can just, you know, get a digital scan of like their body or like someone's faces and maybe like switch a face and a body and just use that. As well as like, because, you know, that was the first thing with the writers, like trying to use AI to write scripts. But then they're also trying to be like, oh, we're going to hire people to read over these AI scripts. And it's like, so why don't you actually just pay people who wrote it? Listen, people with money aren't smart. OK, I'm just going to say that like these one percent, they're so out of touch with reality they're so out of touch with normal people. Yeah. A lot of them are not smart. A lot of it has to do with generational wealth, if we're being completely honest. I mean, they're still making their money from streaming services and old content. So I wouldn't be surprised if they're able to push this out for another six months, you know? I mean, there was an article talking about how they're trying to dry out the um, writers and actors until they're desperate. They're dirt. This seems you know, different, which is really weird. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. Entertainment is only as powerful as the people who are acting and entertaining. They can easily switch to another day job. Like they don't have to stay in entertainment. So if they're like, oh, we're going to bleed them dry and make them desperate. If they like, you really can't make someone desperate unless they want to, like they want to be desperate. Do you know what I mean? Like this could be, this could be like a social movement, honestly. Like instead of just going back and sucking up to them, switch gears, do something else for a little bit and then come back. Do you, do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, I get what you're saying, but I don't necessarily agree with that just because it's already hard enough for people like us to get jobs in the first place. Mm -hmm. There's not enough jobs to supply. But here's my thing, people. though. You're telling me they're already not making 27,000 as it is. I'm not talking about A-listers. I'm talking about like the the background actors, the side characters. Right. So if they're already not making twenty seven thousand dollars from their acting gigs, they might have better luck doing something in a different field some of them may and some of them not listen i think entertainment as far as acting writing it's very tricky. and not even just that with music that's something that's been around for decades before it became a business it's not going away mm -hmm. and i think it's one of those medias that helps us stay human if that makes sense like connected with people because people can bond all the time over like favorite artists that they like or like similar music styles. I mean, that's how movies we bonded. that they've seen. <laughs> exactly. So that's never going to go away. 
Nor should it. Nor but should I think it. These are, but this they should also be paid what they need no. to be paid. 100%. Just like any other work. It's almost, I just think there just needs to be a whole system reset. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to start that. That's basically it. Yeah. That's with anything. I'm not even just saying for entertainment. Hey guys, so it's Simone here coming in with my normal PSA. Um, I might pop in this episode a little bit frequently just because for some reason when we do ramble episodes, like I try not to get too serious, like I said at the very, very beginning, because I try not to be a Debbie Downer. But sometimes I don't feel like the things I want to say, I get my point across or Nafis will say something and I try to answer her, but then she'll say something else. And it makes me think of something like completely off topic and I start getting off topic and I never finish my initial point I don't want to say argument because like our podcast isn't us debating it's literally just us talking anyway I wanted to come in at this point because even just looking back at it I was like that's not all I really wanted to say when Nafis brought up the actors and writers like getting different jobs outside the entertainment industry which I didn't even get to tell her I'm pretty sure a lot of them do even before the strike happened like that's how a lot of them survived is having more than one job outside of entertainment. But I think I also didn't know what to say because I also low-key got triggered. I am not sure if I've ever said this on this podcast. I'm pretty sure I have, but like I used to want to work in this industry. I used to want to work in entertainment, not not be a celebrity. There is a difference. I keep saying this many, many times. I don't want to be famous. I don't want to be on like I No, I'm good on that. If I ever worked in this industry, it was always behind the scenes. Whether it was camera work, I did one time want to be a TV writer or like a movie writer. I just said I didn't want to be famous, but I did want to be an actor. But then when I got older and realized how like quiet and shy I am, that went away really quickly. Um, so it was definitely behind the scenes. I did want one point to be a director as well. And even before all that, I actually used to just want to be an artist as far as like drawing and painting. And that's why I'm always passionate about animation, because even still to this day, I really, really wanted to work in the entertainment industry as far as like the animation industry. Like there was a point in my time where my dream, I wouldn't say job, but just company to work with was DreamWorks. That's why I always get so passionate when I talk about how I hate the way animation is like so downplayed and not taken seriously or the people that spend like countless hours you wouldn't even know drawing, whether it's hand drawn or like staring at a computer all day for like 10 plus hours and get paid pennies. But growing up, I I was always told, you know, this stuff is great for a hobby, but you shouldn't make it, you know, a lifestyle. You should try your best to have a second plan and by second plan it's like get realistic and find a real job whatever a real job means nowadays and it's like I don't understand why people don't see the entertainment industry as having a real job you do work and you get compensated for it isn't that a point of a job like they're still working we don't know how long it takes to write scripts They still have to go through meetings, get things approved, look at budgets to be able to film stuff like it is a job. And I really wish people would stop saying it's not a job. Like I said in this episode, like the arts have always been here, whether it is like paintings, 
you see in museums, whether it is music, because music has been around forever, like even just doing simple beats on like the ground or like stomping part of dancing. I didn't even bring up that because that's part of the arts, like dancing has been here forever. And you can use like history as far as like if you look at different cultures, maybe it being used in like, you know, ceremonies or like certain traditions, like tribal traditions, like just many different things. And like acting, like theaters, like no one had TV and cable around Shakespeare time. What did they do for entertainment? They went to go see plays, which consist of what? Acting. So it's always been here. It's been here since humanity evolved and start creating societies and like communities. It's not going away. So why should the people that work in those industries not get compensated and be able to live comfortably? They're not even asking to be like rich and part of the 1%. They are just asking for enough money to pay bills that the rest of us also have. To be able to have a house and a roof over their head, to be able to eat. And I said themselves in this episode, but like even think about the actors that have families to be able to feed their children. And it's not only that, I feel like this whole strike should just be like the start of people not letting corporations take advantage of us anymore. That's really what I see it as. Or it should be. I'm not sure if it's going to happen because. I've said this before. I thought COVID was going to change a lot of things and it didn't. Me and Nafis kind of got into this a little bit, but when she was like, it brought a lot of awareness. I'm like, yeah, it brought awareness. But what did we do without awareness? We did nothing. What is the point of being aware if you're not going to do anything to change it, if you actually care? So, yeah, I'm not sure if I did a better job at explaining what I wanted to say or not. But stop looking at these people in these industries and thinking they don't work a real job because they do. Because what are y'all going to do if they continue to be on strike and you really have like no movies or anything? I thought I also saw something about like reality TV trying to, you know, I don't know, go on strike. But it's just been it's just been a mess. (laughs) Okay, that's all I can really say. It's just been a mess. Everyone's tired. I have no solutions. I'm like those doctors talking about the climate change like I. I personally just don't know what to do. That's also just a lack from my own knowledge and education. But I don't know. These people in these industries, as far as the ones people don't think about, like the editors, the camera work, light, boom, mics, writers, background actors, and so much more caterers deserve to be paid like the rest of us. Even us deserve to be paid because trust me, struggle city over here. Still live with my dad, giving up hope that I'll ever get that experience of just living by myself or like leaving home. Things like that. We we are all struggling. I just don't understand why we try to tear each other down more. But yeah, that's all I wanted to say. So let's get back to this episode and I'll probably pop in for more. But I mean, that's the whole point of the movement is to help bring about that reset i suppose yeah because apparently also i didn't know this but in california hotel workers are going on strike as well like the front desk and um, why obviously because they're not being paid but like i was gonna say (laughs) the fees as someone who used to work at a hotel i understand and i don't understand why more hotel workers are not going on strike it's just like any type of service industry where it's like 
people have taken the word service to the extreme. Mm. But some people, the way they treat workers in restaurants, hotels that are doing some type of customer service, hospitality job for you, take it way too far and treat these people like nothing, like animals. Like you're going to do this for me because I'm paying you. That's another reason why I kind of feel like tipping culture needs to go away so we can pay these people fair wages and not have to, they don't have to be desperate on tips. I mean, tipping culture came about so that they didn't have to pay fair wages. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Speaking of tipping culture, everywhere has tip, has like that tipping thing now. Yeah, I know. And I'm like, just even like, what if is you order this? online. Yeah. I was like, what am I tipping you for? I did the shopping myself. <laughs> And I don't even know if half the time those tips are really going to the people or right. not. So I don't know if they still do this, but like um, many restaurants, they would just like include the tip in the total bill. Like they don't even ask you. They just automatically include it. They called it like gratitude. I think you would still add a um, some. I think higher end ones do. But I know there's still like suggestion tips and they'll like price it out for you. Like if you do 15 percent, it's this much, 20 percent. So it's tipping culture is really high, especially like in fast food and like not low chain, like fast chain restaurants. Mm-hmm. Like I'm trying to think of like a Chili's or like a Red Robin, Olive Garden, those type of chain yeah. restaurants. So that's so sad. Especially when they can actually afford to pay them too. It's just, it's all, it's all of greed. It's really all of greed. Because even the percentages that comes out that they're asking for would not affect the CEO's like payment at all. It's literally just greed. I have been trying to keep up with this as much as I can. Even when it first started of like what they're asking for negotiation would barely break the CEO's banks. Yeah. Like at all. Yeah. It's it's know, a man. weird it's a weird time to be in. Yeah. Cuz even with the entertainment um I mean I'm not going to get in too much into this but just like celebrity culture in general which I already feel like was shifting at, during the pandemic mm-hmm. of people seeing celebrities like in their houses and stuff and just like, you know, depending on the celebrity and like seeing the way they live, the type of homes they have, things like that and then everything that's been happening at least in American pop culture with like Doja Cat being rude to her fans, even though like she just released a song and everyone seems to forget about that. Cause that also has to do with like her boyfriend being like a terrible person. And then like Ariana Grande with her new boyfriend who had, who was married and just had a child and just like, you know, basically breaking up a family. And then the whole Lizzo situation. Didn't she also get divorced too? Ariana Grande? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, as soon as the announcement of her getting a divorce, it came out she was dating someone who was a castmate who we realized was, like, also married. And, like, they just had a child who I don't think is even one yet. So it sucks when there's a kid involved. Yeah. The wife apparently said Ariana is not a girl's girl's. And I feel like that would hurt me more than cussing me out saying I'm not a girl's girl. What does that mean? It just means like you're one of those girls who's not for women. Like you would give up being supportive towards a woman if it means getting male attention, basically. You're you're not there for the women, okay? You're not there for your own kind as like for support. Mm. Well, well, I'm not even going to comment on that. (laughs) (laughs) I know how you feel about cheating in general, but Mm -hmm. 
No. Yeah, man. It is. That's another thing that I was just thinking about. Not to get into the, all the details that I wanted to, but it's like with celebrity culture, because I've always been like this, like see them as human. And I think all the things we are seeing are just further examples of like being human because a lot of these things we get to go through privately as regular citizens, but they have to go through in the spotlight. And again, like with the writers and TV strike that we keep talking about, it's showing you that entertainment, a majority of the time are rose gold sunglasses. Those glasses have been taken off. I promise you a lot of these celebrities that are hyper visual are not as rich as people think they are. A lot, some of them are, some of them are like the Jennifer Aniston's, the Beyonce's, Brad Pitt's, Tom Cruise's, I can go on. People like them are. Others, not so much. People don't realize a lot of it is supplied by like companies, studios, whatever, especially in the music. I am also surprised that like music is not going on strike either because we have been known since streaming services for music. They paid them dust. Um, And as much as I don't care for her or like her music, Taylor Swift actually did try to do some type of protest with Spotify Mm -hmm. by taking her music off like a long time ago. I I don't know if it was like 2016, 2017. Fans of hers can like let me know. But she did try. But no one was behind her. A lot of people made fun of her. And, you know, she just caved. And I'm like, maybe we should go back to that. Yeah. Because all... Most of their money, they still make heavily off merchandise and tour. And at this point, I'm like, well, dang, are artists even going to tour again? Because now there's a new thing where people in the audience have been throwing shit at them. It started with BB Rexa with her getting a phone thrown at her eye. Hers could have blinded her. Yeah. Harry Styles got stuff thrown at him. Another person I don't really know. A lot of it is like lower music celebrities, which is weird because Try that with someone like Beyonce. I promise you, not even just security, but other fans would have would have jumped that person. I think people have, though. They've tried it with her, too. This this tour that she's on right now? Oh, no, not this one. I'm just saying. Previously. Yeah, not, I'm not talking about the past. I'm talking about, like, yeah. currently. And then um, the Cardi B thing where someone tossed water at her and then she threw the microphone back at them. So... <laughs> And then people were trying to be like, oh, well, she was asking for water to be thrown at her earlier. Yeah, that was earlier. You should have done it earlier. And then she stopped asking. Yeah. Wrong time. I'm sorry. Like, I'm, I'm on Cardi B's side for that. Like, you guys did it to the wrong one. And you, y'all should know Cardi B. She, she is definitely one back. of the celebrities who's known for not being afraid of jumping back. I think someone also threw something at, like, Lotto mm-hmm. when she was performing at, like, one of the festivals. But it's just, like, as part of the weird thing with celebrities, like, when people don't see them as human, you either, like idolize them too much or like you hate them while still idolizing them at the same time it's still still not seeing them as human like i don't i don't know well that's a tough that's a tough thing to ask for though especially when it's someone who's at a level that most people can't really relate to right so and especially like with the praises of like that they get of like love from millions of people they don't know and yeah. it's hard to register. Like, why are you guys like so into me like this? Cause mm-hmm. like, it's one thing to relate to the music, but like as me as a person, you don't even know me as a person, especially like behind cameras and things like that. So. I, I kind of think it's good that we don't know a lot of these people behind cameras. Cause I don't know how well, successful every time they come out, they're awful people. Huh? I said, every time something comes out, they're awful people. Right. So. Maybe it's a good thing. Yes. But then it's like, 
not all of them are awful. So I don't want to say that for all of them because there truly are, I feel like, just generally decent celebrities Mm -hmm. that sometimes get overshadowed by the awful ones. And it's hard to weed out like who's bad or who's good, especially if they're talented. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. sorry, there are just some bad people that are super talented. They can back up their trash talk. What can I say? So... And Those just, are the worst, though. It's like you want to say something, but they can back up what they're saying. Exactly. <laughs> and like, I know sometimes, like, even if you go on my TikTok, like, I mostly do talk about BTS and like praise about them, but I, I still feel like I try to reiterate that I see them as humans. So, like, yeah. a lot of the stuff I do is for fun. Like, I'm joking yeah. most of the time. None of the stuff I say, I take seriously. And it's, I'm trying to figure out where that balance is when it comes to celebrity culture to where you're not idolizing them and seeing them as human but then at the same time if they make a mistake you realize that is a human mistake but it's like i think everyone has a moral compass where they push their moral compass onto everyone and not everyone has the same moral compass i just need people to start realizing yeah you as a consumer need to figure out what you can tolerate and what you can't tolerate like, that's why I'm not saying much about the Lizzo situation right now, just because I'm trying to wait for more facts. Mm-hmm. Maybe she is this awful person that the dancers are accusing her of. And I'm always for the victim first. But at the same time, people are using that situation to be to justify even more their like, beliefs. Yeah, or yeah. their biases, because people already don't like Lizzo because she's a big, she's a big, ex- like, expressive, embraces her sexuality black woman. It's already hard enough for black people in general to really just be heard or just like not have to go through the extra pressures that like our white counterparts do and anything, but especially in entertainment. And she's already fat. And, you know, like I was telling the feast before we recorded, I have been exercising, but I've just been going through my own weird like body dysmorphia this week mm-hmm. for some reason. I'm trying to get out of that mindset. Like I'm not doing this to get skinny because I'm really not. I'm trying to do this for my own personal health mm-hmm. just to make sure I don't feel winded going up like any of my apartment stairs or just like feeling better because I do have feeling better. I feel like my sleeping schedule is a little bit better. But at the same time, you know, when you go on social media and you go through thousands of tweets, oh, this is how you should lose weight. 10 ways to get snatched in like 20 days. Drink this thing. And it's like, everyone's body is different. Everyone loses weight or doesn't lose weight differently. That doesn't assess their health. There are plenty of skinny people who are unhealthy. Right. (laughs) So it's just an extra attack on her and probably her dancers to be fat phobic and probably also low-key racist too. That's another sad thing too, because, you know, Lizzo projected like body positivity and all that. She's kind of accused of being like a phony for that. Again, I don't know. I've never met her before. I'll never work with her, but it's just like... I never say never. <laughs> yeah. Um. But anyway, and it's like dancers, like the ones that are suing her, who are also bigger Black women, mm-hmm. felt like working with her was a chance for them to be seen in the industry. Yeah. Because if the things that they're accusing her was right, then she should have just been like any other celebrity and just get skinny white backup dancers. Like, I'm sorry to say it like that, but... Mm-hmm. If what they're saying is true, I can link the article that CNN put out for people who are unaware of the situation so they can read it and get assessed for themselves. If you're in America, it's pretty much been part of the news for since Tuesday when it came out. Well, Tuesday as we're recording this. So the 1st of August. Yeah. 
It's just been a lot. It's just been a lot. Yeah. Oh, I think I got sidetracked. I think I was saying trying to find the balance of not idolizing them, but also still enjoying them at the same time. Mm-hmm. Because if I honestly, if every bad thing about a celebrity affected me so much, I should just live in a cave. I can't listen to music. I can't watch TV. I can't play like any type of games, sports. Like, yeah. I just need more people to one, not push their own. And there's, I have limits. Like murder is my limit. <laughs> Rape is my limit. Being a woman beater is my limit. Anything harming children. Those are my hard ass limits. Okay. You could have built up to that. It started with the hardest hitting one. Sorry guys, but murder is the limit for me. I, I feel like that's pretty good. What do you mean? <laughs> murder, rape, women beater, children beater, children. I don't want to yeah. say that word. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. Yeah. And sometimes, and, and racism as well. But then that also goes into my thing where it's like, I feel like a person can grow. And we don't give people room enough to grow. Yes, it is 2023 and people should know better. But as we see in our, especially in America, the way things are heading, the stuff is still being taught to children. It hasn't gone away yet. Yeah. So it's also trying to navigate like how we can move better because things that we used to say and do maybe even five years ago is not acceptable or shouldn't be acceptable today. It shouldn't have been acceptable back then. But like what? I don't know. Like, you know, like racist jokes people be saying Uh like or just like fat phobic type of jokes. People pass it off as jokes. I can't think of a clear example right now. Another part where I feel like I wasn't being very clear. Um, So, yes, all five things that I mentioned still hold some truth. Um, And I do take, you know, homophobia, transphobia, racism into consideration as well. The reasons I didn't mention those was just because, like I said, again, this might show my own nativity. I do believe people can change and grow. However, it depends what they are saying. So if it's just flat out like with such bigotry where like they're hard in their ways and what they're saying and like they're at the point where like they will take any type of violence or promote violence in their beliefs, then yeah, no, I'm not fucking with that celebrity. But I also believe there are some out there who can say or do stuff out of their own ignorance not really knowing it's offensive, be told it's offensive and why, and they'll actually take that in consideration, learn from that, and change. I mean, I do that with BTS and some K-pop groups. I know I don't talk about it a lot. This isn't the episode to talk about it, but that's just one example, especially for me. I take that into consideration. I look at the offenses. I look at how you affected, how you change, or how you know, the incident and the backlash or just like being told why it's wrong, how you took that all in and applied it, whether you actually did change for the better or just became worse or did nothing at all to change it. But yes, also wanted to say that. But again, the others still apply, like any harm to any children. I'm starting to get more serious with abusers, especially abusers to women and children. Also, abuse, abuser apologists, I believe that's the right word. There are too many people out here that will excuse behaviors for certain people, but then won't excuse it for anyone else. 
which doesn't make sense to me. It's like either be like this with everyone or just keep quiet. Like your biases are really showing here. So yeah, I just wanted to come in and say that. Back to the episode. But again, though, I think like that kind of thing just depends on your style of humor because intention of the joke also kind of like plays a role too because you you could say something and it could actually be a joke but if someone is sensitive then obviously you don't want to you know have that kind of dark humor with them but you don't know who's sensitive and who's not yeah that's what i'm saying is just figuring out anymore because we've talked about this i think before like figuring out who your audience is before you say or do anything i feel like we have or i forget a lot of things we talk about or maybe this was with another friend i don't remember it might have been because when we check when i check our stats and I keep seeing the living in Florida episode be like one of our tops. I still don't understand why. And I can't remember what I said. Mm. I mean, you could re-listen to it. Nah, <laughs> man. That, was, that was one of the early days where anything past that, I'm like, eh, yeah, do I want to? <laughs> do I want Maybe to? Maybe they like that unfiltered-ness. Maybe we should go back I to that. I don't think I said anything bad, though. I don't remember. <laughs> why don't you listen? You tell me. How about okay. that? Okay. If I find the time, <laughs> I will. <laughs> well, back then our episodes weren't two hours long. So. I feel like they were, weren't they? No, they were like about an 45 minutes to maybe an hour. Really? Now we just, now we just be talking. Oh, now we we're just, comfortable. Now we're, we're comfortable. comfortable. Sometimes I'm like, dang, I'm like comfortable, but I'm not too comfortable. Like I still have a filter, you know, mm. I try to, I don't know, but yeah, the world's in shambles. And then, you know, good old, um, well, I can't call it global warming anymore. I don't know if you heard about this, but we're technically now in a global boiling. So we are past the point of warming. Um, it's getting to the extreme side. Really? And I was listening to another podcast where they're like, they were reading up on it from one of the doctors that like announced it to where if we had stopped everything like right now and went to Amish times, the damage that we've done, it's not irreversible, but it would still at least take maybe 10 to 15 years just to... That's a long time. Do y'all wonder why all the undersea deep creatures we should not know exist are coming up to the surface? This is why the orcas have been striking as well, attacking people, the dolphins, the whales. Orcas are also on strike. Who would have thought? I'm going to (laughs) go off topic real quick because I need to talk about this. Did did you know, because I had went to SeaWorld two months ago because they were running a special for veterans and my dad's a veteran so he was able to get us in for free mm-hmm. and we went to the orca show because i have not been to sea world in a very long time since shamu mm-hmm. and the whole blackfish documentary um because you know they try to rebrand and stuff which i also have a problem with like sea world and like zoos we've talked so much already i don't know if i have time to get into that but when we were waiting for the orca show because you know they don't get into the water with them anymore they usually do like those little trivia fact things. Did you know orcas are the largest in the dolphin family? Really? Why do we call them whales? They're not whales. They're They're apparently dolphins. Hmm. And my mind was blown when I heard that. Because I was looking at my photo. I looked up. I'm like, I'm sorry. Did the lady just say dolphins? They're the largest in the dolphin family? Did you fact check this on the Google? I did. If you Google it, it says orcas, the largest in the dolphin family. Why are we calling them killer whales? And I was trying to figure out where the name came from. I couldn't find where we made the switch, but apparently a long time ago, they used to be called whale killers because certain type of whales are their prey, like beluga whales. And Mm. when you go to SeaWorld too, it says that like the beluga whale 
um, exhibit where they have them. They have like, you know, the little things, the facts. And it says like one of their predatories for beluga whales, which are bigger than them, are orcas. So killer whales. So I found out they used to be called whale killers, but I don't know why. I can't research or find where we made the switch to call them killer whales. Because even if you look up on Google, like, whale types they will come up but they even look different like they it makes sense they look more like dolphins that's interesting and their dorsal fins are bigger like dolphins and sharks so we should be calling them killer dolphins not killer whales (laughs) dolphins apparently dolphins are evil i've heard that a lot actually (laughs) and that's another thing i was thinking about too how pretty privilege works not just on humans but on everything and animals too on animals too and the greatest example of that are moths and butterflies they're dangerous no they're not dangerous but they're basically the same thing but their wings are different butterflies are prettier than moths Hmm. i think they're part of the same like insect family though i'm not sure but yeah I see your point. But you'll see that with like pets too. Like if you have a cute pet versus an ugly pet and how people treat the ugly pets or get rid of them. Biases everywhere. Mm -hmm. Affects everything. And I don't know how to change that. I've said this before in a really older episode. I don't remember when. I don't know if it was a PSA or if I was talking to you. But my point was change happens slowly. And I don't know if I will ever see true change in my lifetime. Cause it's really sad of all the things that are happening. Like my new job, my coworker, she's like a dark um, skinned black woman like me. And she's in her sixties, a couple years younger than my grandma. I love talking to her. Cause I feel like I'm talking to like another grandma. Mm-hmm. Like I have a second grandma. And like, she grew up in Florida, but moved in Jersey. But like, she would tell me like all the times of her growing up here, of like her being that generation that had to go through segregation, what all the white kids would call her, and then like having to deal with that, especially like if it was outside when they would chase them and call them all these type of slurs or throw stuff at them, and then the adults would witness it and just like encourage their kids. Mm-hmm. And it's just crazy how she had to go through that. And even my like father had to go through some types of things like that to make sure us and other minorities and people of color had better chances only for this raggedy ass government to do everything in their power to reverse that and for it to be taught in more subtle ways towards more microaggression than outward aggression. Speaking of aggressions, I do want to say rest in peace to O'Shea Sibley. I really hope I have your name correct, who was the black gay man that got killed at a gas station in New York. Um, just for voguing with his friends. Just for what with his friends? For voguing, which is a type of dance to Beyonce's Renaissance while they were getting gas. And a 17 year old attacked him because he didn't like that he was gay and just literally dancing. That's what I mean. Like 17 years old, stabbed a 28 year old professional gay black man dancer just because he was dancing and being out and proud in himself. I did see they had a memorial at the gas station that happened. They turned into a really big party, which I am great. And that also goes into another thing as a black woman where I'm very upset because I'm like, so where are all the Black Lives Matter people for this? Right. I know you can't comment on that much in the feast because you're not black, but it's been surprisingly quiet. And all I've really heard are other queer people in not even just like the black community, but just queer people in general since the rise for like harassing them has been on. But anyone else? It's been pretty quiet. All I've heard was queer black people and some black women. But even that is like, it's just sad. It's sad. They're like becoming the new targets, black, queer and trans. And it's like, again, I don't know if I'm going to see change happen in my lifetime. 
And I hope it doesn't get reversed too much as I get older. Yeah. I'm already terrified for my life as a woman as it is. Um, this is, goes out to all the people who be telling women to have children. Um, are we going to have a world for them to survive in? Who knows? Exactly. That's why I need to start saying to people. We're already running out of fossil fuels by like 2050 or something. It would have been a perfect time to switch over to clean, yeah. electric. They're trying to switch over to clean energy by like 2030. But again, who knows how all of that's going to work out or play out. They've been saying that forever, man. Speaking of which, 2030 is in like seven years. So kind of got to get moving that's on that. That's crazy. Because we're in August of 2023. Yeah. We have four months left until we're in 2024. Mm-hmm. That is insane. I have no concept of time anymore. Time is an illusion. It is. <laughs> it is. Y'all are going to believe me. I will say enough time until you start believing me. Uh, I'm always like taken back to that Avatar episode. <laughs> They're just time like high on juice. and so is death. Okay. I need you. Y'all to start showing your kids avatars so maybe they can get some type of morale back into their life. Honestly. Avatar is a great TV show, okay? The best TV show ever. <sighs> Probably top 10 in just like my whole lifetime. Like nothing will be Avatar The Last Airbender. Mine too, actually. They're making a live action on Netflix and I'm worried about it because, you know, the original creators left like a while ago because of conflict. Yeah. I don't know. They also... Announce a live action of Tangled. I'm like, pay these writers so we can stop getting live action. I'm tired of live action. If I see one more live action. Look, live action only exists because people watch them. If people don't watch them, they're going to lose money and then they'll just stop making them. And another thing with live action that pisses me off because it still degrades animation, which they're making the live actions from. Mm. I don't know if animation has a union or not. It's always been like one of those known unknown secrets of how underpaid they get and the long hours they work too. Yeah. Everyone just needs to go on strike. Let's just all go on strike, guys. Okay. At this point, like Might I as well. I really need We got the writers, we got the actors. The hotel workers and hotel California. workers. Like the UPS almost went on a strike, but I the, think there was a there was gonna be a teacher strike too soon, or they already had been on one. But there's that too. Teachers definitely need to go on strike, especially here in Florida. Especially here in Florida. They're leaving in like droves. Our our state has always been one of the lower ends as far as education. It's just getting worse. Yeah. It's just getting worse. And unfortunately, it affects the student even worse because like you have all these teachers leaving and then all these requirements going up and it's just like, hello. I wouldn't be surprised if school becomes more like self-paced based. Because of what's going on. I mean, you know what's part of their plan to privatize schools, right? They're trying to debunk public schools to make it privatized, which which means you're going to have to pay to go to school, like in colleges. Who's trying this? The government. They've been trying. I know DeSantis, I'm pretty sure, has been on a pro, like, private school thing for a while. And I also heard, because I think their Texas governor is like this too. Apparently, I don't know in how many schools, but in one of the schools, they are taking away the library to make it more like a detention center, like criminalizing children. Girl, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) As someone who always talks about, I don't want children. I don't dislike children. But this is the reason why. It's one of the reasons why. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to bring a child into all this 
nonsense. Like nonsense that they're going through, not even having a chance to act like children and then being hated by adults because they're children weirdly. Like some people really hate children to an extreme, which doesn't make sense to me. And then you have to worry about like how the child will be if they become, you know, you don't, if they're disabled, disabled people always have been mistreated too. So it's not like they really get any of their proper rights or anything for them medically. Yeah. If they come out and, you know, they want to be non-binary, trans, gay, I have to worry about other people doing harm to them. I have to make sure I protect them. But as a child who can talk from experience of being over shel- overly sheltered, I want to make sure I don't overly sheltered them. Mm-hmm. But the world is boiling. So like, are they even going to have a world to be able to explore? Oh yeah, back to the world is are boiling the animals part. That, are the animals that I grew up with going to be around anymore of how we eradicated them? Oh my gosh. That's actually a real concern, especially with Florida. Because we have like, whole ecosystems down here that are being destroyed from it getting hotter july was the hottest on record since we started tracking the weather wow and apparently it's getting worse i don't even know what that means for our winter i don't know if that means the winter is going to be colder if the winter is going to be warmer Mm. i'm a little scared not even just florida but just globally yeah and we haven't even ended hurricane season yet and hurricanes for us usually come around this time maybe lately it's been late september early october so but like even our regular storms had i don't know if you've noticed it but they've just been intense yes i was gonna say wow this is crazy (laughs) like i'm surprised we haven't really already had a hurricane but like our storms in general have just been that lightning has been crazy and the rain has been a lot heavier and it's typically around the same time every time too at least in yes. my area. But I definitely noticed the storms have been way more intense. Yeah. Wow. It's, yeah. So what did they say they're going to do about the whole earth boiling? Girl, how, how am I supposed to know? They didn't say it in the article or whatever it is you read? I mean, it's still one of those open-ended things where it's like, yeah, we're talking about what the problem is. But we ain't got no solution. Yeah. They're already too busy worried about what if our government's freezing mid-sentence. One of our government's what? Did you not see that, that video of Mitch McConnell giving a speech and all of a sudden he just like, he just stopped talking. He like froze. People were wondering if he was going through like a mini stroke or something. Oh, no I idea. don't even know what he was talking about, but he just, he just stopped completely. Mm. That's why I really wish there was an age maximum for our government. I'm really getting tired of older people who, because they have access to like health insurance and just money in general, um, because of their position. Or just because they're going to die out when they make these laws is not going to affect them anyway. Making these laws for people like us and our future generation to deal with. Because it already takes years for laws to go into effect and to reverse them. Yeah. Change happens slowly. I don't know if I will see it in my lifetime. Sad to say. Yeah. That's where I'm at right now. That's where I've been the past week. That was the mental space. I have to laugh the pain away. Because what else can I do? What else can I do? Yeah. (sighs) Anyway. Anyway. I can't even ask you if you've been keeping up with pop culture because of the whole thing at the beginning of you dealing with that. So you've just been been off the grid. (laughs) The only thing that I'm aware of is that Jungkook released a song. And that's about it. Did you hear it? it? Huh? Did you you hear it? I did. (laughs) I'm like, they're so brown. (laughs) And I love it so much 
Yeah. I'm just happy because, you know, if we've, I've talked about this briefly. I think you did too. Of like the way they're just so babied mm-hmm. for grown men. It's weird. This man will be 26 in a month. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, mean, I just love it. I've, I've been enjoying it's it. It's about time. I've had that song on repeat, but I, I also enjoyed the song. I love the music video too. Yeah. It was funny. At first, it didn't really make sense to me. I'm like, why is she so angry? They're supposed <laughs> to be in a couple in a lover's, lover's quarrel. Whatever he did to piss her off, like, I, I'm on her side. Yeah. Okay? And he's just trying to get her back mm-hmm. in the most annoying way possible. That's still lovable. But at the same time, I would have been like, bro, go away. Yeah. <laughs> like, back up off. Not you, not you dying, pretending to die just so I can show up. That's my favorite scene, though. It's so funny. Yeah. Jungkook's a comedian, okay? They all are, but I, I've been on a weird, like, Jungkook, not bias, but, like, you know, mm-hmm. I've just been paying more attention to him. Maybe just because he's been overexposed. Also, speaking of exposure, apparently he had a secret Instagram account that he accidentally exposed himself because he shared the link of, you know, like, I think TXT... And another junior group in high doing the seventh dance challenge. He didn't know when you shared the link, it shows your profile to like follow that person. <laughs> so we ended up making it public now. Mm-hmm. He posted one video of him and uh, people are going to come after me. Uh, someone, his friend Mingyu, who is from 17, mm-hmm. doing the challenge. And I followed that. I don't know if he's going to post anymore. I'm not too worried about it. I'm also not worried if he comes across my account. Like, I don't think my videos reach South Korea. If they do, hi, JK, please keep scrolling. I'm not that exciting. I don't post dance videos. I don't post singing videos. I don't make edits. You're talking about TikTok or Instagram? I'm talking about TikTok. Oh, okay. I told you he'd been deleted that Instagram. Uh, and he's saying he's not coming back. But I don't blame him. I, I debate about deleting mine. No wonder Nafis was confused. I did not realize I said Instagram. I meant TikTok. He had a secret TikTok account that accidentally got exposed when he was sharing, I think, Boys Next Door and TXT doing the 7 Challenge. So he made it public and he's just been liking stuff related to 7. But like I said, I'm not too worried about him finding my account because for what? But it was TikTok. Not Instagram. My apologies. I don't know the last time I posted. I think the last thing I posted on my Instagram is when a tribute to Bella when we had to put her down. Mm. That was back in February. Me and my dad were shocked about that because we were. (laughs) He's been sending me a lot of dog and cat videos lately. And I'm like, father, do you want another pet? He's like, not right now. It still hurts too much. It's been six months since we put down Bella. And it doesn't even feel like it was this year. I know because I went to my local mall and apparently they have this new section where the Humane Society that's somewhere else in town they have like some of the dogs there and I came across one dog a little bit bigger than Bella because she was a teacup Yorkie sweet as can be came up to me in the cage started wagging its tail pressed his nose up against my hand I'm like I can't do it I I can't take you home I can't do it right now. And neither of us are really home like we used to be since we moved. So, yeah, I miss having a pet. But at the same time, like I just I'm not home enough to really take care of one. Mm -hmm. And I can't go through losing another pet for a while. I had Bella for 10 years. 
Yeah. I had her since I was 16. You're 26 now? I turned 26 in May. Oh my gosh, that's right. Girl, we talked about this. My brain has been just so one track lately. Sorry. I'm not going to lie, though. I feel old. I do. (laughs) And like, I don't act my age. I really don't. Because I, um, when I was training for my new job, one of the girls there I was talking to, she told me her age. She's only 24. But I was like, oh, my God, you young baby. (laughs) There used to be a time where I was the youngest everywhere I went. Me too. Now I'm the oldest. Me too. And I don't know how to handle it. Yeah. I was like, no, I, I don't enjoy the youngest. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> Baby mate. <Right>. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to be an adult. I need an adultier adult. Like I, I can't do this. My dad still has to help me with a lot of stuff. Like, no. Yeah. Because how old are you? You're 30. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just 31. 30. 30. Girl, relax. Oh, girl. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I am sorry. Okay. Are you really only 30? Yeah. You'll be 31 this year. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Why did I think you're... No. Yeah. I'm starting to look old, I know. No, you're not. Oh, stop <laughs> it. I was looking at my face the other day. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm noticing wrinkles in places I should not be having wrinkles. That's like everyone freaking out on TikTok with that age filter. I didn't post it, but I did try it. And I was like, you know what? When I get to this age, am I even going to care anymore? Right. I probably might. I'm trying to do better as far as like my acne and making sure my skin is healthy. But as far as like the wrinkles, like I don't I don't care anymore. That's another thing I was going through with my body image is like I'm trying not to fit into this weird. I don't like calling it beauty standard, beauty preferences, whatever. Like Mm -hmm. my body's going to do what it's going to do. And I need to accept that. I'm going to try the best I can to make sure it's doing what it's doing in the healthiest way possible. But at the same time, like, I just, I don't care anymore. I really don't. I mean, the best way to take care of your skin, honestly, now that we're global boiling, is sunscreen. (laughs) Yes, I do put sunscreen on my face. Like, I moisturize my face and then I put sunscreen on it. I, um, I have gotten to, like, some Korean beauty. So uh, there's a Korean, like, moisturizer I bought the other day when Mm -hmm. I was out. Um, Y'all, they're not lying when they're talking about Korean beauty and how it helps the skin. Oh, yes. It's not, it's so not a fade. I'm like, dang, even my dark spots, like it's just a moisturizer. But I noticed they've been going away. Really? That's good. I'm upset I haven't been on this longer. Huh? They're, I said I'm upset I haven't been on this longer. Because you know how sometimes people be hyping stuff up. Mm-hmm. No, the hype was real for this. How long have you been using it? Only about two weeks. But I, I noticed a change. That's not bad. Yeah. yeah. Good. Is it so, for acne or it's just regular moisturizer? It's just a regular moisturizer, which I guess I just haven't been moisturizing my face enough. Because I use a lot of acne products, but mm. those are probably like with all the chemicals they put in. So. Because I know like a lot of those type of products are not really geared towards like black skin. So like the fact that it's working for you is a really good sign. Yeah, I just have to make sure I also don't get one of those ones that like lighten my skin or anything. Oh yeah. So plenty of those. I ain't out trying there. to do all that. <laughs> and I'm not getting into that either because that's a whole nother topic. Yeah. We've been talking for about an hour and a half. So and also for me, I have sensitive skin, but I also have a skin condition, HS. I feel like I've told you about this before. Why do I remember you saying this? It's it's people say HS. I can never pronounce the actual condition it is it's high i'm typing it in right now as i speak super tiva i spell that completely wrong 
hydradentis. Yeah, supertiva. So basically, we don't know what the cause of it is. It's still like not a newer condition, but dermatologists know what it is when they see it, but they don't know how to cure it. And it's like mostly in my underarms and like the growing area where like, I don't know if it's because of my sweat glands, the hair follicles, but like I'll produce like these really big cysts oh, just out of nowhere. What you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So TikTok has actually helped because I found a lot of people that also have this condition. So I haven't been feeling like as alone and like things they use, I've been using too, that's been helping. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I went, I was actually really good for a really long time. And then for some reason at the end of 2021, I don't know what happened, but I just went through like a major breakout to where like, I couldn't lift my arms past my shoulders. It was really hard to like sit anywhere. Yeah. And then like, they can last for like weeks and months. And then mine, when they bust, like it takes weeks and months to close up. Oh, like I have just now been to the point where like I can mobily move comfortably this year, like all of 2022, like I was just in a lot of pain oh, man. and like I, I've had it like since I was 12. So I'm really good at hiding the pain. And when I didn't have it for a long time, mm-hmm. I forgot how painful it can be. So especially my underarms, because I haven't had a breakout of my underarms, I feel like since I was like 20. So I'll, hmm. I don't know what. I wonder I'll if it's stress induced. I don't know. That's why I've been trying to do better with my exercise as well to mm-hmm. keep it down, even though it has nothing to do with weight. And that's one of the stigmas of this disease with like weight gain. But there's a girl that I follow that has this and she's like 103 pounds. So that's definitely not one of the causes. But yeah. But that's why I started really seeing a dermatologist also like this year. They also suggested surgery for me to get it removed because I thought it was just going to be my scars, but they said they can remove like the hair and stuff too. I might do that. I'm going to look into it. I have to call them. I keep procrastinating, but I'm going to call them. So you would get a surgery every time it happens to you? Like, no, I would get a surgery to remove what I have now. And they would, I guess, scoop out like my sweat glands as well to try to see if it would not happen anymore. Oh, so you just won't sweat in that area. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which might be nice or grow hair. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to see the person she knows that does it, that for my condition specifically, is all the way down in Miami. Mm-hmm. And that's far. So I'm going to see if I can get someone more local. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I never talked about my condition before. I used to actually never talk about it. But as I've gotten older, I'm trying You're to do better it, as yeah. well. Yeah, because it's something I shouldn't be ashamed of. Because mm-hmm. again, we don't know what causes it. We don't know if it's genetics. I don't think anyone in my family has had this. So I'm really the only person. And like, even though my dad helps sometimes, like, I guess because I don't show it, he doesn't understand like the pain that I can be in sometimes. So like if I have an attitude, that's probably why. And it comes and goes. Even like now I'm on medication, which can be like iffy because some people are like, oh, it's good or bad. They've, it's helped me so far. So that's good. That's good. Yeah. That's crazy that you don't, you don't even know if it's genetic or not. They don't, they, and they still don't know what causes it. That's the thing. Like, they don't know if it's something I'm eating. They don't know if it's something like my body is producing itself. Cause most times if you research it, it's like, um, it's considered an autoimmune disease. So I don't know mm-hmm. if it's my own body attacking itself or like overproducing certain types of cells. Well, that is what autoimmune is, is when your body. Yeah, so it that, could be yeah. just, cause it seems like it's happening in all this, like where you're sweating the most, right? Yeah. So it could be that there's just bacteria building up or something like that. 
And that's what I used to get it on my face um, really? when I was younger. Cause oh. yeah, that's what I mean. My acne used to be so bad. Um, Cause like my acne breakouts, I would have some of them would just be like the cyst down here. Like it's just so much. Oh, I know I'm getting gross guys. I'm sorry of like liquid. So I could tell it was one of the, I don't know what to call them. Cysts. Oh man. Well, I'm glad it's not happening on your face anymore. Yeah, me too. Oh my gosh. Me too. So that's horrible. Wow. <laughs> People wonder why I only wear leggings. That's another reason why I'm insecure on my legs, especially like if I wear shorts because I have thick thighs. So like when they rub against each other and then like the next day I would produce one because my legs yeah. were rubbing against each other. So mm. so you probably get like um, moisture wicking leggings, right? I don't have specific ones. It's just any type of leggings I wear. Those it seems to help. It seems to help. Whether it's cotton ones or like one of those more like, I don't know what the ones you wear for like working out. Those that. are the moisture wicking ones. Ah, uh, okay. So yeah. yeah. So yeah, no, it doesn't matter surprisingly for me. Uh, but that's why I wear a lot of leggings and pants. Makes sense. I'm just now able to wear tank tops again. Mm. Well, that's progress. <laughs> Even yeah. though it's little. All the clothes on everyone as well, too. Yeah. It's different on everybody because some people, when it like drains, drains more than others. So hopefully they come out like with with a solution or some sort of like way to keep it in check. Yeah. It's just one of those conditions where it's known, but it's not affecting too many people. So when it starts affecting more people, maybe they will. Yeah. Unfortunately. That's similar. That's similar to something that I have, but it has to do with my ears called hyperacusis. Basically, like they don't know what's caught. It's basically when they don't really know what's causing it per se, but there's like no treatment for it. Mm. So if anyone speaks like too loudly or in a really high pitched voice, like my ears will like start burning and hurting and whatever. Mm. Okay. So it's like similar to that. But that's, but your, your condition is definitely much more painful, I feel. There's no medication for that? <laughs> that I can just take a Motrin and then just be Im- done with it. Just imagine for people who wants to know, like you have a liquid, like a liquid ball, probably the size of like a marble on sensitive spots on yeah. your body that are just there and you can feel it because it's pulsing like all the time oh. and you can't do anything about it. Have you taken med- <laughs> like, what it feels Tylenol like. or anything for it that didn't help? Well, no, I need stuff to pop it. Right now I'm, I'm on a, an injection called Humira. That's what I've been taking so far. Um, that's what I, that's the. Mm-hmm. I meant for like the pain, not for like the, the pus itself. Oh, that stuff don't work. No. Oh, it only works for so long. I can't be taking Tylenol every time something's hurting. It's true. That's like when women go through cycles. Yeah. And all the, the stuff that they don't be teaching these kids anymore. Yeah. Because they think it's going to corrupt them with sex. Even though it's just learning about their bodies and what they're going to go through. I, I hate it here. Okay. That's all I have to say. I say it a lot. Like on TikTok, if I'm commenting on people's videos, when they talk about situations or just on my Twitter, but I hate it here. Okay. I don't think I asked you, how did um your Korean classes go? The rest of the sessions. Oh, they went good. I like them. I like the teacher we had too. Um, she was a student at our old college, so because I asked her if she did the thing that I was doing, um, because not the same program, but like 
at the same college. So that was pretty cool. I don't know if she's going to teach again um, because she's an international student. Mm. I think she goes back to Korea sometime next year. Um, So we'll see, because I liked actually using a structured book because she said the next class will keep using that book. And then I've just been studying on my own. Um, I do have talk to me in Korean, even though I have it the subscription because they took away the free basics now and it's just a subscription base. So So you do have the subscription? Yeah, I had it for a while. I don't know if I'm going to get rid of it after like next year because I've already paid for the renewal for the year. So we'll just see about next year. Has that been helpful for you? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, now with my new job, it's pretty chill. Like I have a lot of free time. So I've just been doing that on the computer as far as like taking my notes and stuff. Oh, that's good. So... Yeah, I also downloaded the Korean version of Webtoon. So even though I have no idea what's going on, <laughs> I'll pick a random Webtoon to try to read, to try to improve my internal reading comprehension as far as like phonetically reading Hangul. Right. That's good. Do you know when they're going to start their next classes? I don't. I think sometime in September. I'll try to look out so I can let you know. Yeah. Because for some reason... I never catch it whenever they whenever they post the announcement. I, I've just happened to catch it. Right. I don't know how. It's weird because it's like every time Simone. <laughs> and it's not like I'm really not online like I used to be. So I don't know the random times I do go online. I just happen to be like, oh, yeah. there's the announcement. So we should go to the festival again, though. But did you feel like it was like a challenge, though? Like it was a struggle for you to follow along or it was fine? Where I struggle is because I cannot produce sentences on my own. Uh, but you understand and, it decently. Eh, not if not if they speak in a in a pace like we're speaking now. It still has to be Slow. like you you need to talk to me like I'm five years old. Talk slowly yeah. and high pitch and cutely. Like <laughs> talk to me like I'm five. Yeah. Um yeah, and then I just don't have any confidence speaking it because it's also one of those things where pronunciation actually really is like important uh, because sometimes you can mispronounce a word and it'll sound like something else. Like I've been learning the difference between this one specific word that translates to tuna roll. And if you say it wrong, it sounds like something else. I shouldn't say what it is on here. Uh, Let your imagination run wild. Mm. But yeah, that's what I've been learning online lately. And I guess that's one of the things where it's funny for like foreigners if like they... Not funny, but you can tell who is fluent and who's not if they try to order that. But I don't have a problem because I don't like tuna like that anyway. That reminds me of a clip of where we a clip where like, who was it? It was either Jackson or Henry. Do you know Henry, the musician in Korea? Is he in a group? Is he a soloist? He's a soloist. No, I don't think I know a Henry. Um, What was he in? He was in... He's a singer? Mm-hmm. Hmm, no, I. Hmm. He didn't used to be in a group. No, he's a, he's all he's free. He's from Canada, um, but he's a soloist. He's actually Chinese, but like he's been in Korea, kind of like Jackson Wang. Mm-mm, the only like soloist I know. Well, I mean, I know a few, but no, not a Henry. I know there's a guy there named Holland and he's pretty like significant because he's the first openly gay like idol in Korea. So no, I mean, he's friends with him, but anywho, the clip was basically, he was ordering something in a restaurant and he mispronounced something. And 
um, the mispronunciation of whatever he said kind of translated to asking the waitress to take her clothes off. So I was mm. just like, oh my gosh. Yeah, <laughs> so it's a slow progress. I'm trying to make sure I'm fluent by the time um, BTS comes back. So, yeah. Is that for sure, though? Yes. And we know for sure because Yoongi's going at the moment, going through his last concert of a solo tour, and he's been bringing out the members that are not already enlisted. So yesterday he brought out JK and they did burn it together. And then he let JK perform seven. And then today I haven't been watching it as I haven't paid for it. And I just I can't wake up anymore to watch it, to try to watch it anymore. Like I'll catch clips online. Mm-hmm. Um, but he brought out Jimin and they did the remix of Tony Montana together. And then he let him do like crazy. Plus, they they say it every single oh time. My gosh. He finally did Tony Montana because I know he's been on like he's been yes. on him to, <laughs> to get him to do it. Yeah, so they did it today. And then speculations, Namjoon might join him tomorrow. This is going to be way out after that. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Namjoon's looking great, by the way. I know he had to get a buzz cut. Some people are worried because that means enlistment soon. But I'm just going to enjoy the. I'm just going to enjoy him while I can. OK, because he will be back. But I know they all want to come back. That's good. Yeah. So I lied, guys. I did end up buying a ticket to watch the live stream of Sugar's concert D-Day, an emotional roller coaster. I'm so happy I watched it in real time and not was and not one of the people that was catching up to the news later cuz a lot has happened. A lot happened. There were so many tears. We got to see J-Hope and Jin from the military. They were in the audience. RM came out, performed an unreleased song that he still wor- that he's still working on. And he performed it for us. Yoongi cried like his eyes out during three emotional songs that he performed, especially it being the last day. We finally got the tattoo reveal, which was also like making everyone cry because it's on his scar on the shoulder that he hurt. And if you're an army and know that story, whew, emotional day. And then they just want to announce the next day that he withdrew his postponement from military. So he's leaving us soon, which I'm not surprised because it seems like once they're done with their activities, they're, you know, drawing back their postponement to go. Which makes sense because the government didn't want to give them exemption again, not talking too much about that. And it was rumored they're all going to go by the end of this year. So they might as well go and come back if they're planning to come back as a group in 2025, realistically 2026. And all of them have said they want to come back. So we know it's happening. And it's also crazy, like not even 24 hours after that announcement, they want to like start promoting V's album, which I mean, I'm happy, you know, his album's coming out. Well, I got to stop calling these things albums because they're not really albums. Is like EP more appropriate? I feel like I talked about this Macy when we talked about GOT7. I still don't know the difference between album, EP, mini album, single. Because apparently singles on streaming now have more than one song. But anyway, they didn't even give us a day. Like, yes, they would announce like a member's enlistment and then they would give us new content. But not the way they did this. Like, even when Hobie was announced he was leaving and then Face started, they at least gave us a week. Like it was literally less than 24 hours, which I feel bad because I cried. Oh, I cried my eyes out. But there were some people that were still really hurt by this. Like they are still crying probably on and off on the rest of the day. And I don't feel like that was fair 
for Tay. Anyway, all that has been happening and a lot more. You know, apparently a lot of new things are coming out with Jungkook and Calvin Klein. Um, the government also tried to play them with some type of Boy Scout thing, saying that BTS was going to perform, but two of the members are already in the military, but you didn't want to exempt them. But you you think because they're in the military, they're just going to stop whatever they're doing at your beck and call when you actually do recognize them as like global artists. It's just weird to me. It's just weird to me. Was there anything else I wanted to say in this? I don't think so. But yeah, Tay's album's coming out September 8th. And that's pretty much it for now. Okay, back to the episode. I just hope at some point they don't really change their mind. I don't think they will. I I think they're a group where they really seem to enjoy each other, not just as like coworkers, mm. but like as, as people. Really close friends. Yeah. Young's parents were at Yoongi's concert yesterday. I heard. Now, don't ask me what they look... That's that's one weird thing I've, I feel about fans. Like, how do y'all know what their parents be looking like? And I don't know if that's because I joined the fandom late, but it's This like, is the army we're talking about. Hello. <laughs> but they're not the celebrities. Yeah. The only one you maybe should know who looks like is J-Hope's sister, because I know she does YouTube. Mm-hmm. Even I don't know what she looks like, though. I may if you show me a picture because I think they look similar they in the face. Some, but if, yeah. if you just showed me a picture of her, I wouldn't have put the connections together. I wouldn't have been like, oh, that's J-Hope's sister. And I know she has a name. Okay, I'm not to say like, I don't want to just identify her as his sister. She is her own person. Yeah. But I don't know her name. <laughs> but yeah, that that's like, because when they were talking about like Yoongi's parents being there too and his other family, like how? How do y'all? Sometimes I even be forgetting they have siblings. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's true. Yeah. I forget Jin's a whole uncle. Is he really? Oh. Yeah, his his brother, his older brother who's married. That I know for sure because it came up on my timeline and I think they had a baby, but that's it. But again, that's not my business to know. I just happened to stumble upon it. Mm. That's cute. I don't though. want that to be my business to know. Yeah. Exactly. If you if they feel like sharing it, that's great. If not, that's great too. Mm-hmm. Again, this is this is what I meant earlier when I'm talking about see these people as human and also leave their families alone because their families aren't the celebrities. Yeah. <laughs> that goes into the delusion and the idolization and some fans sometimes be being, being a little too much. But like if I know their family, maybe I can secretly main my way into like, no. No, girl, sit down, sit down. But their family members have like cafes and restaurants and stuff. So it's not like. Again, I don't know who all does. I know Jimin's dad does. Oh, does he? Like, see, I don't even know all that. (laughs) Yeah, Brianna was actually in Korea. I'm going to see if I can get her back on the podcast to talk about her trip. And she went there. She's in Korea I saw it on her Insta story. No, I think she just came back home, but she was. Oh. And I saw on her story, she actually visited the cafe. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm going to see if I can get her on the show. I actually want to know about her experience, if she's willing to talk about it on the show. Because I have my own questions as someone who is still interested in visiting. Just for a little trip. Yeah. I might as well. I'm taking all I this. I still want to go at some point, though. Yeah, I'm taking all this time to learn the language. I, I, I mean, I'm also interested in the country outside of K-pop, too. Mm-hmm. I like when we learn about, like, cultural history. So I would like to see the land. I hear it's pretty there. They have a lot of cool art museums. Simone goes to see the land and comes right back. 
Saw the land. All right. Bye. I don't mean it like that. It's like, all right, touch base. Well, no, I want to be a tourist. Okay. Show me all the hot spots. Yeah. I'm not a club person, so I don't really care about that. If one night y'all just want to go out, that's fine. But I'm not a club person. Mm-hmm. So I'm good on that. But I mean, I'm not a club person either. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I do want to go at like some point. <laughs> But that's we should been, try to plan. We should. We really should. We've talked about it before, but we really should try to plan. Honestly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that would be a good idea to get her on. Because I, I have my own set of questions I'd like to ask her as well. I'll text her and I'll ask her. Yeah. I'll see. So, and then I know K-pop groups have been touring, but again, I still cannot see them because they don't come to this hellish state, but I don't blame them. Some of them do and some of them don't. I think that one girl group, Either Dreamcatcher or Stacy are surprisingly coming to Orlando. Really? I need more of them to come to Orlando. Eric Nam is also coming back, but I just don't think I can go see him again. And I've already seen him twice, so I'm fine if I miss it. Mm-hmm. But to Orlando? Because I know he's in New York right now. Yeah, he's coming to Orlando in September. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's finally got a bigger venue too. Not it's bigger than where he's been performing, so mm. it'll hold a little bit more people. That's good. Yeah. It's just, it's just not an inconvenience for me, but just because I don't live in Orlando anymore, like when I was going to college, it just takes me a while to get there. Uh, and then I have to sacrifice since it's at night if I want to take the time to drive back hmm. or not. So, because yeah. hotel rooms are expensive. That is true. I do want to go karaoke again, though. I've been thinking about that for like, since we did it. <laughs> yeah. I had so much fun. We should go, but not to that place. Okay. I think Brianna knows the other places, so I'll, I'll as ask her. As long as if it doesn't smell like booze and like cigarettes, I'll See, be fine. I didn't smell that while we Girl, first I smelled went it in. the second I walked in. I'm like, oh, oh. my God. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, no. And then like I had a headache ever since. I'm like, oh, God, this is too much. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't know. I saw the ashtray, but like the smell, like I did not notice it at all. I felt like I was like one of those sleazy gloves. I'm like, what am I doing here? Not to mention, like, the whole process of getting there. It was in the dark. It was in the back. There was no street light. Like, it was all just I'm adding sorry. up. I, I promise I wasn't trying to bring y'all to your doom. And we, and we had to walk in from the back like we were. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the whole, the whole setup was just weird. Oh, speaking of, like, Korean stuff in Orlando, did you know that they're building an H-Mart? Really? Yeah, I've been seeing articles. Apparently an H-Mart is coming to Orlando, so that'll be interesting. I definitely want to shop in there. I mean, I know it's a grocery store, but I think they have other things besides groceries. So that'll be interesting. I don't know when it's supposed to be here, but it has been planned. H Mart. To be there. Let's see what they say. Oh, they still have to construct it. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't think they broke ground yet, but it is in motion to be there. If that don't encourage more K-pop groups to come. So construction is expected to start in September. Okay, so it should be done. Probably in a year, maybe. Not even that. I was thinking early next year, maybe February, March. They'd be building those things pretty fast. But do they need to build a whole new store? They can't just find an already built building. We don't have time to get into that. (laughs) Because I know what you mean. And I agree, especially in the area I live. It's interesting because I've lived here a majority of my life and apartment building after apartment building is just popping up the woodwork. And it's like 
and people are like complaining about like all like the new animals that be getting in their backyard. I'm like, yeah, because you're destroying their homes. And what is there even to do here? Why are there so many apartment buildings here? There's honestly really not a lot of jobs in this area. And it's just it's like, or anything to do. For. Why are you here? Not even a touristy area. It, well, actually, it, technically it, it, it is. Technically it is. They market tourism for the wrong crowd, I feel like. Yeah. To me. Because it's a weird thing where it's like a lot of places you drive around, you can tell it's so old, but then like they have all these new spots. And I don't know. It's just interesting. Mm. I wonder how that'll play out with the other Korean place here. What other Korean place? The Lotte Market. I didn't know there's a there's a Lotte Market there. Yeah, it's off of Colonial, like literally right off of Colonial. I've never been. If you told me, I would have visited that place. I don't know. Maybe they'll. I don't know. They'll just be two places, or they might shut it down. Are you sure you haven't been? I've never been to that. I no. think we tried to go there as a group before, and I don't think we made it. <laughs> Are you sure? I promise you, I would have remembered. Hmm. My memory's bad, but it's not that bad. Well, whenever you're in the area, we'll go. I've been saying I need to come up there just to hang out for a bit. So maybe we'll plan something. Yeah. Obviously, the Korean um, place that we go to to take the classes are going to have their festival again. So, but I mean, not until oh, November. Oh, yeah, we can just go around that time then. So that way you're not making extra trips. That's fine with me. Maybe, maybe I can even stay the weekend. So that'll be fun. Yeah. We should plan that. That'll be fun. When are they, when do they typically do it? End of October, in, right? In in November. Oh, in so November. like the beginning of November. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So we got some time. Sounds good. But I think they'll have so, their classes before then though. So then we'll just go then. Yeah. Yeah. But I saw on their Facebook page that they're already looking for sponsors and vendors for this year. So Ooh, nice. Mm-hmm. Last year's was pretty good. So this is the longest ramble episode we ever had. I know. Um, Do you want to? Is there anything else we want to talk about before? I feel like we should wrap up soon. We're hitting the two hour mark. mark. (laughs) (laughs) No, nothing else to say. This is. I'm surprised we had a lot to talk about. But I think this was our most eventful ramble, though. Maybe. Yeah. We both had a lot going on. Again, you more than me, but exciting times. It's exciting times or scary times? Scary. Ex- scary we times. Talk about the alien- we didn't talk about the aliens, Nafis. Oh. We didn't talk about the aliens. Next time. We'll leave that for next time. <laughs> uh, I Listen, at this point, I'm like, listen, are these, are these aliens humanoid? And I'm at a point where I don't mind if they want to take me back to their home planet for experimenting. My life might be a little bit better there. You see, you see how a certain demographic be treating their dogs. Yeah. If I get treated like that, you know what? I don't mind a life of luxury, pampering. Everything's taken care of for me. Where are they at? Take them out of Area 51. And why only America? I'm sure the aliens are somewhere else on this earth as well. America ain't all that great. And how would they know to come right to America? You know, I don't know. That means there's already some amongst us and we just don't know. I was listening to this podcast and then we could wrap up where they talk about conspiracy theories sometimes. How like apparently there's a conspiracy theory out there where like space is the ocean and the ocean is space. I'm sorry, say that again. (laughs) So space... Is basically like the ocean and the ocean, there are weird portals to get down there to go into space. It's, it's like a flat earther type thing where space isn't real. The real space is in the ocean. But that's probably why we've never been able to get into the bottom of the ocean. I can't explain it. 
But I was just like, my I'm trying blown. to visualize this theory. Is what that's you why can't. my face looks like that. But <laughs> you can't. Okay, it's like the flat earthers trying to explain why the Earth's flat. You can't because it's not. It's not even a perfect circle either. I don't think a thing as a perfect circle even exists. I don't believe the Earth is a perfect sphere like we have been taught. So maybe flat earthers have like some type of like, I feel like maybe Earth is like an oval. I think we're an oval. Simone, if we were an oval, some astronaut would have noticed that. But you can't see the full aspect of Earth because the way the sun is, like when they go to the moon and stuff, like parts where it's nighttime here, you can't see that from space. You can only see the parts of the Earth where the sun is shining on it. And that has been seen on like, if you ever watch one of those like documentaries when they do, have you ever not noticed that where you only see parts of the earth where the sun is shining on it? Well, yeah, but that part. So the whole earth has never actually really been seen technically all at once. But if it's an oval. Because images can change when you see the whole shape. That's true. But like if it's an oval, wouldn't half of it look like an oval i don't think so because you have to think of mass or not mass you have to think of dimensions or what did we learn in school see this is why i got an education from florida guys okay i'm sorry no, i see your point <laughs> what what is it called like the diameter the radius and all that yeah but you're saying it based off of visuals you're not talking about it based off of like actual measurement i'm not a scientist i've never went out to measure earth before <laughs> yeah but i'm saying others have but that wouldn't make sense if it's the perfect sphere, though. You have to think of, like, the mountains and all that. Does that not count? Like, the land mass? And then, like, the caverns in, oh, in like, the Oh, I ocean? see what you're saying. Okay, I'm like, what is she going on about? I was like... That means it's time I to wrap think, it up, no, because no, I'm I starting think, to sound crazy. I think they're talking about the Earth flat. They're not talking about the things, like, coming off of the Earth. Because if you include the things that are coming off of the Earth, then obviously it's not... A perfect sphere. I don't think it's flat, but I also don't think it's a perfect shape. Like a perfect circle, sphere thing. Yeah. Is there anything on this planet that's considered a perfect shape? What even is a perfect shape, quotations, that they have us draw in school? I don't think anything is really grammatically perfect or like the environment. You know, you know what I mean? Like if you look at an environment, like the trees would be perfect shapes Animals would be perfect shapes. Human beings would be one perfect shape. People aren't perfect. Like our diameters aren't perfect. So then that goes back to the definition of perfect then. So when we say perfect, we're talking about. We don't have time to do this. So I feel like we're we talking about work. symmetrical in that sense, right? So, yes, I don't believe there's anything on this planet that is perfectly symmetrical. Hmm. That's an interesting thought. Do I sound crazy? No, you sound like okay. you've been thinking. I'm I think too much. I, I have way too much free time. These are the thoughts that be going through my head. But honestly, it's better that you have these thoughts going through your head than like other stuff. I guess that's true. Yeah. See, these type of thoughts lead to revolutions and like scientific innovation. But sometimes people can go to the extreme. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it, that's what I mean. It's like, we'll wrap it up here. I just we, <laughs> we need to get to a point to where we can have conversations like this, try to find solutions for stuff without going to extremes either on either side to find like, the middle ground. Yeah. To find the middle ground. That also goes into my theory of like, we've talked about this before the nature versus nurture. Like when we talked about the movie last time and just like 
even as I was thinking about this, we while I was seeing everything like go in shambles with celebrity culture, like what is divine, what is defined as inherently good and inherently bad. And I don't think anything can be necessarily 100% inherently good, Mm -hmm. but I'm not sure what would be considered inherently bad. Again, that also goes into morals and things are always changing and evolving because things we accepted like years ago aren't acceptable now. We're always changing. How do we find the middle ground for our change to where they don't go too extreme on either side? And we're going to leave it right there with that question, guys. Food for thought. Food for thought. Until next time, even though next time I think we're having a regular structured episode (laughs) for doing what we talked about before you went on your trip. Well, no, because that's, well, it'll still make you think, but. Yeah. That's more of a life and death situation, literally. Mm Mm-hmm. We should wrap it up here. <laughs> yeah, so I have been Simone. That's been the feast. Yep. Anything else we want to talk about? This is really the longest we have ever rambled before. I am shocked. I'm, okay. not, I'm not shocked anymore. I know we go to typically two hours. It's okay. But that's usually when we have structure. This is the first time we've rambled. Where we've hit the two hour mark. Yeah. But you have to remember, we also had a little bit of disruptions too. So... That's true. So when I edit it, it might be under two hours, but still. It's probably slightly under two hours, but still, yeah. Still the longest. Yes, it is. It is. But, um, yeah. If you guys have any questions, comments, no concerns, you can email us at IWasThinkingPod at gmail.com. You know, let us know how we're doing. If you have any suggestions for episodes we should do, if you like the way that we're structuring these. I know people are listening. It would be really nice to get some feedback. Mm -hmm. But thank you also for listening. Sometimes stats are confusing, so I don't know who actually listens throughout a whole episode and who just checks us out for like a couple minutes and then checks out. Um, But even if just for a couple minutes, thank you. You can also follow us on Instagram. I'm not calling that app X what was formerly Twitter. I didn't even get to mention that. Rip to Twitter, man. (laughs) I hate Elon Musk so much. We'll get into that in another episode. (sighs) Rip to Twitter. You can follow us there while it's still alive at I Was Thinking Pod <laughs> and our inactive Instagram. You can also listen to us on YouTube at I Was Thinking Podcast and anywhere that you stream podcasts. What am I missing? You can follow me privately on TikTok at Simonetta Says underscore. I mostly talk about BTS. So if you listen to us and you haven't realized that by now and you probably shouldn't follow me um anything else i'm missing no you got it i got it okay yeah so join us next time for whenever we come back we're gonna try to do a little bit better at being consistent i think i have figured out my schedule to where we can get together and record better unless something comes up for either of us and where I can try to edit to get these out, at least in the bi-weekly schedule I said at the beginning of this year. Now it's becoming once a month, but we're, we're getting there. We're trying. We're trying, guys. Um, but yes, again, thank you so much for our rambles or thoughts. And if you, you know, have your own thoughts of what we talked about, let us know. Yep. So we will see you next time. Bye. Okay, bye.